that slaughterhouse but more to this town and them fools will ever know. It's just a matter of time now before this town's overrun by bikers and hippies. Us, we're staying right here. We will never abandon the place of our birth. We're on our own now, people. And alone, we will rise above it all. People may not remember what we say here tonight. They sure as shit gonna remember what we do. I'll let you know before you try to go. Now this is my own show. Not a script or flip could make me stop, so just behave. I mean there's no escape Let's hope you make that drop Because you really don't want to take me off And oh, what fun I will tell you what to do and you will get it done And oh, don't run You'll find your nightmare here has only just begun Welcome to my home, What is up and welcome to episode 97 of Horror for Dummies. I am Tim and with me back this time, back from her sickness, her deathbed, is the bell from hell, Jalisa. Hello listeners. You're back. I am. How are you feeling? You were sick last week. You were dead, almost. Yes, plus, were... plus work <clears throat> as well. Yes. I'd rather, I'd rather use the term that you were almost dead. It sounds cool. Oh, that's not nice. This is a horror podcast. You can't use your excuse you went to work as a, <laughs> as a reason for missing the show. Well, if there's no time, there is. Well, I'm just going to I'm just going to pretend that you're almost dead. Okay. But you're better now. Yes. That's good. All better. You left me high and dry. I had to do the fucking show by myself last week and it was in my opinion not a very good show. Because Why? I can't pull off a show by myself. <laughs> so do you know what I did? Because I was worried that you were going to die again this week, I decided to uh, call in a friend to help me on this show this week. Okay, who's this friend? I have called Ben the Dummy over Skype to join us this week. And Ben, he uh, happily accepted. Okay. Ben, how are you? I'm going to tell you right now, Tim. I'm fucking well, my friend. How are you? That's good, Ben. I'm very, I'm doing pretty good. Um, but with me is Jaleesa. Do you want to say something to Jaleesa? Shut up, bitch! Whoa. Oh, that's not nice, Ben. How dare you? Take your shirt off! Wow. Oh, maybe later. Ben's getting a bit crazy <laughs> right now. Ben, you sound a bit intoxicated. Are you? Have you been having a bit of the moonshine? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It sounds like you, you've been having a bit of fun. <laughs> All right, calm Hi-o. down. Hi-o. Hi-o. <laughs> All right, Ben, settle down. Get off the drink right now. Negative. I, oh, fine. Anyway, Ben, we are doing, on this episode, we're continuing the Texas Chainsaw uh, review because it is season of the saw here in the Padded Room Network. We are... 
me and me and the gang here are taking the Hewitt side of Leatherface. Mm-hmm. And this episode, we're going to be talking about the prequel to the remake, and that is Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning from 2006. Shout out to you, brother. Who are you shouting out? I don't know what you're talking about. It makes sense, but... He's clapping every three seconds. <laughs> what? Okay. Stop clapping your fucking hands! I don't... Ben, <laughs> put the bottle down. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so we're going to be talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning from 2006. But beyond that, we're going to be talking about uh, what we've been doing in uh, the past week. Uh, we've got the franchise matches to continue. Um, and then all the rest of the shit. Yep. So why don't we just jump into it, huh? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, all right. Um... Fuck, I've lost my train of thought. What horrors have you done? That's it. What horrors have you done? So I've been continuing my um, my 31 days of horror. Uh, my werewolf films. Mm-hmm. 31 werewolf films in 31 days. And it's starting to take its toll on me. I'm... I'm not really. No. I'm 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 in the mood for werewolf films more, yep. but I have uh, I've I've been continuing and I've been doing well. I've been watching um, a few werewolf films. Yes, you have. So the first one I watched was Dog Soldiers. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Dog Soldiers? I have not. Everyone raves about Dog Soldiers, and to be perfectly honest, I don't really understand why. Why? Because it's not that good, or I I don't. Oh, man. People are going to be pissed off at me saying this because I feel like it has such a fan base and no one really says a bad word about dog soldiers. It, it's just not my cup of tea. For one, the the werewolves themselves, they don't look good. What, are they practical effects or CGI? <clears throat> no, they, they are practical effects. That's okay. the plus side. But the design of them just doesn't... It basically looks like they've got a wolf's head, like a real-life wolf's head, and... Um, just made like a mask out of it and put it on top of someone. And it just looks like a person with a wolf's head mask on. So the body's like a person? Well, stands up like a person, but it's got like the, the claws and, and the tail and, and everything like that. I just don't like it. I just, I really don't like the design of the, of the werewolf. Um, well, I guess it's got to look like a dog soldier. No, the, the soldiers are actual soldiers. Ah, oh, yeah. That don't turn into werewolves. Well, they do, but dog soldiers. Yeah, but the, the, <laughs> the werewolves that turn them into dog soldiers. Oh, okay. That's what I'm talking about. I get you. But beyond that, like the cinematography is a bit all over over the place, and I can barely focus on what's happening. Um, to be perfectly honest, the werewolves look every time the werewolves came on screen screen <laughs> every time the werewolves came on screen on in dog soldiers i kept thinking that it looks like something that comes out of jim henson company okay. you know who jim henson is no nope. the muppets oh uh, yeah yeah, yep. yeah and it just really takes me out um it has its fans yeah i get it i'm just not really one of them 
Okay. It's not a bad movie. Like, I gave it a 6 out of 10. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's one of my least favorite werewolf films. It's just not your cup of tea. No. I just, I don't really connect with it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about a movie, a werewolf movie I did connect with, and this was a first time watch for me, Bad Moon from 1996. Ah, yes, I watched this one with you. <clears throat> you did. Uh, I've never seen this movie before. No. And I I enjoyed it. Hmm. I had a bit of fun with this movie. Yeah. For one, the gore is fucking intense. In the first, like, five minutes. Well, yeah, okay, th- this is how you start a horror movie. You give us gore, you give us a horrifying monster, and you give us tits. That's a way to draw us into a horror movie, and that's what Bad Moon does. Mm-hmm. In saying that, the werewolf in this movie looks a lot better than Dog Soldiers, and it is practical effects. Um, Except for one teeny part. Oh, there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there are actually a couple of parts in this in this movie that it did. Nineteen ninety six CGI, so you're, you're you're talking like PlayStation One quality. So, that did take me out a little bit, but for the most part, the werewolf actually looks really decent. Mm-hmm. And it looks scary. Yeah. You know, you watch some werewolf films and it's like, oh, is that it? Fuck, you're a shit movie, Twilight. <laughs> and then and then you got other movies such as American Werewolf in London or Bad Moon, where it's like, holy shit, if that thing was coming towards me, I'd shit myself. Yeah, I agree. Not like Twilight, where you'd want to pet them. Fucking Twilight. I think because and they're actual wolves, not, you know, werewolves. But that's a point. It's a werewolf. You don't turn into actual... Oh, anyway. <laughs> God, that movie makes me angry. Anyway, um, Bad Moon. Worth a watch. I gave it a 7 out of 10. And it's from the 90s, which I usually shit all over. Yeah. But this one was actually a lot of fun. Hmm. I enjoyed it. The story wasn't too bad either. Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, the Wolfman from 1941. The original Wolfman. This one's a classic. If you haven't seen it, you need to to call yourself a horror fan. It's uh, Universal Monsters. It's just great. It's a lot of fun. Yep. That's a nine out of ten for me. The only the only thing the only reason it's not getting a ten out of ten is because it's rewatchability. It's not a film I can put on every time I want. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's there's that. Yeah. Um. The the Wolfman from 2010. Yep. Rewatched that. Uh, I love it. I think it's great. There are problems with CGI in some scenes, but it it's made up for with the with the set designs and the story and, and the costuming and everything like that. It's a period piece. I think it's fantastic. And the werewolf looks fucking awesome. And I'm seriously thinking about getting it tattooed on me. Okay, um, cool. So, yeah, there's that. Last one that we'll talk about is <laughs> The Boy Who Cried Werewolf. <laughs> This one um, is a Nickelodeon film. Yep. And if you don't know what a Nickelodeon film is, it's like basically like uh, Goosebumps. It's it's a kid's it's a, fucking... It's like a kid's channel thing. Yeah. But, okay, I went into this expecting a shit show. Yeah. Expecting like Goosebumps TV show quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't as bad as I thought. No. It's actually well, a bit of fun. The wolves didn't look that scary. They looked kind of cute and cuddly, but... Yeah. The vampires yeah. look cool. Um, this stars Victoria Justice, who I don't know who that is, but I want to watch more of her movies. She's a singer as well, I think. Oh, is she? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I will follow her. 
Okay, you do that. <laughs> Not for any reason. She's very <laughs> talented. Let's just go with that. Okay, righto. Whatever you want to call it. Okay. Uh, that is it for the Werewolf movie for, mm-hmm. for this week. Uh, I'll continue my 31 Days of Horror challenge and come back at you next week. Before I palm it on to Julissa to see if she's done anything, uh, I did get a chance to watch one new movie. It's called Prey. Uh, it's from 2019. And the premise kind of got me hooked. So the premise is, after being put on a supposedly uninhabited island as a form of behavioral rehabilitation, a high school senior finds that he's not alone on the island and that getting discovered could be deadly. That's the type of plot that usually gets me interested. Okay. Um, island Being alone on an island, but there's some something or someone there. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, this sounds cool. This... Um, <sighs> For the for the most part, oh no, sorry. Say say for about half an hour of this film, I was really intrigued, and I was really interested about what was happening. But the overall product is, it's okay. Um, Didn't deliver. It, it could have. It had a lot of ideas, but it could have done so much more. Yeah. Um. There were too many. Wait, and I'm not usually a, a person who hates jump scares. But there were way too many attempts at jump scares. Okay. That j- it just took me out. It's like, all right, you are trying way too hard to be scary now, and it's getting annoying. Yeah. Um, there is a, I don't. There is a, a creature. I I can't say what type of creature it is because it's kind of given it away. There is a creature uh, in this film that is pretty heavy on the CGI. And that was a bit of a disappointment. It's still an interesting film, and I still liked the premise, but I just feel like they dropped the ball a bit. Um, and it could they, they could have done a lot more, a lot more with it. It's directed by I don't know how to pronounce his name, Franken Kalufen. I don't, I don't Franken know. Franken Kalufen. I don't know how to pronounce his name. He did uh, Amityville: The Awakening. He did a movie called P Two. Um, which I liked P2, but it stars Logan Miller. I like, and I'm a fan of Logan Miller. He is Cooper from Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. He was in The Good Neighbor. He was in Escape Room. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, I'm a fan of his. So when I saw his name attached to this, I was instantly hooked. Mm-hmm. But yeah, look, I gave it a 6 out of 10. It's not a horrible movie, but I just, I think they could have done a lot more. Than what they did. Yeah. So that's Prey from 2019. That is it for me. Jaleesa, do you have anything to talk about? I just have a few this week. Um, Bad Moon I watched with you. Yes. I uh, don't need to go into that again. Yes. Um, and since it's school holidays, I couldn't really whip out the horrors throughout the day and stuff. So you sat down and watched RuPaul Drag Race, didn't you? Oh, Hardly, actually. That, I've I, watched mainly Shrek and Megamind, but I did happen to watch uh, Kitty's horror, if you can entry, classify it as that. Entry-level horror. Um, so I watched Hocus Pocus and Goosebumps with our children. Always fun. Yeah, it's something, hey? It's, it's a lot better than RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> My God. I don't know how you watch that show, honestly. It's cringeworthy. It hooks you. I don't know where you're getting your hooks from, but okay. Hey, friends of yours love it too, so don't don't mock it. Yeah, but right? my friends are lame. 
<laughs> you said it. <laughs> well, Ben, do you agree? Correct. Shut up, Ben. Go home. hi Go away. All right, so that is it for What Horrors Have We Done. Let's jump into the Horror for Dummies breaking news. This is Horror for Dummies breaking news. Coming in with Horror for Dummies news this week, our first story, Nickelodeon has uploaded the first episode of new Are You Afraid of the Dark series to YouTube. Speaking about Nickelodeon... (laughs) Yeah. Um, did you ever I don't know if you ever did did you ever watch Are You Afraid of the Dark the the Canadian TV series Um, yeah I think I've watched a few of them that was my jam back in the day I used to like wait for that show to come on Mm -hmm. I I have mad nostalgia for that show the the intro of that show just is creepy and it's just a lot of fun so this news is big to me that's the kids sitting around a campfire right they tell stories yeah and they used to say Midnight Society. I can't remember the little thing they used to say, but it was cool. Yeah. Um, and they used to throw, like, dust in the fire before they told a story. I don't remember that much, but... Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> we should we should watch old episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark? But why? We can watch new episodes of Are You Afraid That's of the right. Dark? That's I'm, right. I'm really excited with this, and I think I might have to watch it um, tonight, maybe. Yeah, let's do it. It's, it's spooky season, it's Halloween season, so it's the perfect time to watch something like this. And it's free on YouTube, mm-hmm. the first episode. Is that right? Is that what you just said? Um, let me just get back to my notes. Series to YouTube. No, it wouldn't be the whole series. Oh, first episode. Yes, sorry. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I jumped the gun. Um, I, ne- I need to find out where... The- well, I'll watch the first episode and then I'll see if I want to continue. I have a lot to fucking watch... This I think I've taken too much on my plate. Just uh, maybe I, a little. Yeah, and I can't <laughs> do everything. But like, I, I, we still haven't watched um, In the Tall Grass, the Stephen King film on Netflix, because I've been too busy with my werewolf action. Yeah. But yeah, I am excited for this. Our second story, Russell Crowe will play a horror movie actor in horror film from Kevin Williamson and the Final Girls team. Do you know who Kevin Williamson is? No, I do not. He wrote Scream alongside Uh, Wes Craven. Okay. Uh, And uh, Final Girls. You know the movie, The Final Girls. The guys that that wrote that. I'm, um, okay, those those people collaborating on a movie gets me interested. Mm -hmm. But Russell Crowe fighting around the world. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he played a good Jekyll and Hyde. No, he did not. Take that back now. Well, I think he has a creepy side no, that he can play. No. The mummy was an abomination and, and it should have been aborted. He has the deep, creepy voice. Anyone can put on a deep, creepy no, voice. No, they can't. There is, Russell Crowe has an Australian accent and anyone, anyone with an Australian accent sucks. Except me. Wow. <laughs> but, <laughs> Big head much? Um, I'm, I'm not really that big into Russell Crowe. Hmm. I mean, what's he done that's great? Gladiator was was okay. Romper Stomper was fun. I shouldn't say fun, but... <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Name me another Russell Crowe movie that's good or interesting. I was going to say Braveheart, but that's not him. That's Mel Gibson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly... And I'm probably missing one big one. 
I mean, there's the nice guys, but I haven't watched that yet. Um, um, and, and I say yet, like I'm going to watch it. I can't think of a interesting Russell Crowe movie. So this news doesn't really do anything for me, to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really care. He's, he's okay. He's not my favorite actor. Look, I'll watch this, but I'm, I'm not going to be holding out for it. Well, just don't hold very high hopes. No, I won't. I definitely won't. <laughs> Yo, I'm going through Russell Crowe's um, IMDb right now, and there is literally nothing that interests me. I'm just not a fan of his. Is he even Australian? He's like a fake Australian, isn't he? Well, no, he's Australian. Is he, or is he New he Zealand? He watches a lot of the bunny games. No, he, he was born them. in New Zealand. He's a sheep fucker. Hey. <laughs> hey. Um, yeah, I don't care. I really don't care. But teach your own. Some people might be interested in watching a Russell Crowe film. There'll be a lot of people interested. Do you know what? Do you know what? I'd rather. I'd. I'd. I will take Russell Crowe over Vince Vaughn. Or Owen Wilson. Okay. I like Owen Wilson. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> God. One trick pony much. Oh shush. He's good. All right. Next story. Our third story. Third story. HBO has ordered a Maniac Cop TV series from Nicholas Winding Refn. Refn. You are so close. You're almost there. Refn. Nicholas Winding Refn. 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 It's an E. Refn. Different people pronounce it differently. Anyway, Maniac Cop TV series. This news broke, like, literally today. Um... I don't, I don't care. About Maniac Cop? I don't. Is that the one with the massive chin? Yes, that's the one. Um, look, here's the thing. Nicholas Winding Riffin is usually, he does a lot of writing, um, but he's directed The Neon Demon, which I hated. And anything else that he's directed, I haven't seen. But he's written... What has he written? Nothing that I've seen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hated the Neon Demon. Okay. Hated it. It was so stupid and fucking artsy and boring. I just wasn't a fan of it. Yeah. Um, and Maniac Cop, I don't get... I don't really get Maniac Cop, to be perfectly honest. So it's, I'm guessing, a rogue cop that kills people? Is that what it is? Uh, yeah, pretty much in some ways. Um, it's, a, it's, it's somewhat different. Uh, but it's uh, this this movie was being planned to be remade for so long, yeah. And they kept picking it up and then dropping it and then picking it up and dropping it. And in the end, everyone was like, "Ah, who cares?" And now they're coming back saying, "Well, HBO wants a TV series of Maniac Cop," and everyone's up in arms and ready and excited. And I could care less, to be perfectly honest. I don't really want a, a TV show of Maniac Cop. Well, they're just looking at a cash grab. Yeah. I don't know. The, 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 the Maniac Cop franchise never really interests me. Um, the first one's fine. The second one's eh. The third one's even eh more. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's too many TV series for one. Mm-hmm. I can't keep up with all of them. I mean, The Walking Dead came back this week and I really am struggling to watch it. For we, some reason, we have to see it through. Come I on. know we do, but they just—they just fucking. 
oh my god, they just renewed for uh, season 11. And it's like, oh, I, I kind of want it to stop. <laughs> so, no more TV series. Let me just catch up before you make more. <laughs> oh, at least you got something to watch for the rest of your life, eh? Well, there's, in saying that, in saying let me catch up, there's like, okay, what is there? There's Bates Motel, there's Hannibal TV series, there's The Exorcist TV series. And I think to myself, am I really going to sit down and watch these shows? And the answer is probably no. There's that one you started watching. Uh, what is it? That um, dubbed one? Oh, Marianne. Yeah, see Marianne. I've got to finish that. I kind of forgot all about that. Plus Supernatural. Yep, Supernatural. Fucking hell, there's too much to do. I should just quit my job and just become a professional movie watcher and TV watcher. If you're getting paid for it, I'd say sure. If I was getting paid for it, but I was getting extremely fat, would you let me continue? I'll put you on a treadmill in front of the TV. (sighs) Whatever. (laughs) You're no fun. That's fair. You used to be cool. Whatever. Anyway, is that it for Horror for Dummies Breaking News? That's it with news this week. Back to you, Tim. Beautiful. Um, All right, well, um, I think it's time we jump into the franchise fights with a little bit of the madness. Okay, Jaleesa? Yes. Yes, let's do it. The madness. Another week has gone by and another fight has come to an end. And this time, we had the Halloween franchise versing the Psycho franchise. Mm, wonder who took this one out. Do you really? Do you really wonder? No, I know. Because I basically knew who was going to win even before this matchup started. <laughs> yeah, same. So let's see what people had to say about it. So we have our lovely friend, Rob Humphrey. He says, I love Halloween despite all of its flaws. Even when they tried to run off the run it off the rails with three, they made a fun movie. See, Rob's a smart, intelligent man, and he knows a good movie with Halloween three when it comes around. Unlike unlike our friend Ben, who doesn't know shit. What? You don't know shit, Ben. (laughs) Shut up. Uh, we have Lance Langford. From the Horror Returns podcast, our good friend Lance. He says, Halloween. One, two, and three were all amazing. Everything after that was campy fun. Eh, really? Halloween Resurrection was campy fun? Oh. Well, oh. I guess we're still fun with the kills and stuff. Uh, okay, now thinking about it, Buster Rhymes saying, Crispy Frab, motherfucker, is fun. So, okay, fine. <laughs> Stephen Lowblood. Says Psycho. Ooh. Ooh, wow. Because all the sequels were great as well. So. Okay. There we go. Um, but the winner. Actually, I don't even know who did win. Um, I haven't checked it for a while. The winner with 15 votes is Halloween. Of course. <laughs> I, I thought so. Not Only nine people voted for um Psycho franchise, but those nine people are very smart people. Yeah. So, Halloween advances again, even though it's not a good franchise. Do I have to keep saying this? Do I really have to keep saying that Halloween is not a good franchise? People are just thinking of the first few movies and that's it for them. But as a fr- this is what we're trying to figure out. What is the best franchise? And Halloween is not the best franchise. Halloween's going to win. 
And I, I bet you people are just doing a conspiracy theory and just making Halloween win so I lose my shit. <laughs> That's what's happening. We'll see. <laughs> anyway, guess what? Halloween is going to be facing Friday the 13th in the semifinals. Ooh. So if fucking Friday the 13th doesn't beat Halloween, I quit. You quit? I quit. I'll just take over this yeah, You can talk then. about the madness. Okay. And I'll just fold my arms and stare at you. You can sit in the corner because yeah. I know you're going to cry like a bitch. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, on to this week's matchup. Mm-hmm. We have the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise versing the Silence of the Lambs franchise. Ooh. It's interesting. Mm. Do you know who else um, loves the Texas Chainsaw Massacre besides myself? Who? Ben knows. Ben, who else loves the Texas Chainsaw Massacre besides myself? Alan Chacha! <laughs> he does. Say it again. Alan Chacha! <laughs> Ben, stop telling Jaleesa right. to shut up. That's enough. That's enough. We'll cut yeah. you off. Um, <laughs> Jaleesa, Texas Chainsaw Massacre or Silence of the Lambs? Which franchise are you taking? Texas Chainsaw Massacre all the way. Correct. Shut up, Ben. I don't need your opinion. So do I. You don't need your opinion? What the hell? You're yeah, not- nice, nice. Okay, go home. Uh, All right. I am also going to take the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. Mm -hmm. I uh, think... Here's the thing. I honestly think... I have a feeling that Silence of the Lambs will win this. Why? Because... Okay. The Texas Chainsaw franchise isn't a good franchise either. It's kind of in the same... Oh, it's not as bad as Halloween. But it is up there as not a very good franchise. Where people look at the first movie of Silence of the Lambs and most people would say it's a masterpiece mm-hmm. and they would kind of judge it off that where the Texas Chainsaw Massacre people know the franchise yeah where people with Silence of the Lambs tend to forget that it is a franchise as well they they tend to think of the first film so I can see this going on Silence of the Lambs but I'm going to go Texas Chainsaw Massacre because for me, it's just a lot more fun. I I am involved. I am uh, interested in the characters a lot more. I've never been really big into Hannibal Lecter. No. To be honest with you. I haven't I, no. seen it in so long, but no, yeah. Do you want to? Uh, I'm not going to run out straight away and pop it on. Yeah, neither it's, am I. Like, there's some parts of that movie which I really enjoy. It's yeah. that... Um, Put the lotion on the skin, or else it gets the hose again. Yeah, but yeah, but that's the only—that's the first movie. And then he's like that. That um, I think that's the only one I've seen. If I have seen the others, I cannot remember. They're not bad. I don't know. It's just not really my thing. I've never been really a big fan of of the of Hannibal Lecter. Eating people with flava beans or whatever the hell he ate them with. <laughs> flava beans. <laughs> whatever. And a nice Chianti. I can't do that. <laughs> I fuck he, it up. He semi goes cross-eyed too when he does it. Yeah. I, I can't do it. <coughs> it makes me cough. Anyway, so yes, we're both going to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise, but it is up to you guys. Who, or what, sorry, what franchise do you want to advance? Texas Chainsaw Massacre or the Silence of the Lambs slash Hannibal Lecter franchise? 
Find us at Facebook, Horror for Dummies forward slash Facebook, all that jazz or horrorfordummies.com. And there you will find the uh, the picture because polls don't exist anymore. Fuck so you, Facebook. So stupid. Um, and, there, and, and, and give us a comment as to why you want this franchise to advance or, or what. Yeah. So, yeah. Julissa, it's the time of the week where we get together and we talk about a movie. And this selected movie that we've selected comes from Texas. Yep. Yes, I didn't know you were asking me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you were talking to the audience. All right, it's time for feature presentation. Hi, And now for our feature presentation. Okay. Where are you taking us? Where are you taking us, sir? Amazing grace. Thomas! What is that? What is that? Come on, boy. We are talking about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 2006. So producers Andrew Form and Brad Fuller decided not to make a sequel to the 2003 movie, but the fans kept coming to them, asking how the family got the way, the, the way and wanted to know several unanswered questions in the 2003 version. Yeah. Some of them included how Monty lost both his legs and how Sheriff Hoyt lost his front teeth and how Leatherface got his name, along with many other questions. Yeah. And after a meeting with Michael Bay, they let Shelton Turner write the script for a prequel and and they were produced uh, sorry, and they were prepared to make it. 
And that's how the beginning came to plan. Very good. And spoiler alert, I, for one, am happy that they did that. Well, it's good. It explains those questions and stuff. It does. We'll get to that in a second. But this one comes in at a 5.8 on IMDb. uh, And it stars Jordana Brewster as Chrissy. And she, you and most most people would know her from uh, Mia from the Fast and the Furious franchise. Yep. It stars uh, Matt Boomer as Eric, Diora Baird as Bailey, Taylor Handley as Dean, and then it's got the uh, the same characters from the uh, 2003 remake. You got Ali Ermi. I don't know if I say his name right. Ermi. Some people say Emery. I don't know. Ali. Is it E R M Y? Yeah, E R M E Y. I'd say Ermi. That's what I would say. But a lot of people pronounce it Emery. M. Re? Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's know. not E-M-R-Y. That's, yeah. Hmm. Ali Ermi. Anyway, who cares? You know what I'm talking about. He uh, stars in this one as Uncle Charlie Hewitt. Mm-hmm. Not Sheriff Hoyt. And we'll get to that in a, in a little bit. Yes. Um, Andrew Bynarski as Thomas Hewitt, a.k.a. slash Leatherface. Yeah. Lee Turgeson as Holden. He was the um, biker. Mm-hmm. His biker. name's Holden. Oh, was that his name in the movie? In the movie. Oh. I just realised that that dude was in Wayne's World. Which Is he the he, camera dude? Terry, yeah. The cameraman. I love you, man. That guy. <laughs> Holy oh, fucking shit. Wow. I did not even realise. Big change. Yeah. Uh, then you got the uh, the rest of the, the um, rest of the, the cast coming back. Such as T-Lady and Old Monty and all that stuff. Yeah. This is directed by Jonathan Liebsman, who has also done the Ninja Turtles movie, World Invasion, Battle Los Angeles. Um, he also he directed Darkness Falls, which I remember being really fun, and then I rewatched it, and it's not that great. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's usually the other way around. Yeah. Wrath of the Titans from 2012. Um, so, yeah, he's done some stuff, I guess. Yeah. Alright, so let's talk about what this movie is about. The plot is, before being sent to serve in Vietnam, two brothers and their girlfriends take one last road trip. But when they get into an accident, a terrifying experience will take them to a secluded house of horrors with a chainsaw-wielding killer. That's a shit plot. No one cares about the fucking kids in this movie. Mm. This movie's about how Leatherface came to be. And that's all you really need to know. This yeah. is an origin story on the character Leatherface and the Hewitt family. Yep. Jaleesa. Yes, Tim. Have you seen this movie before? Yes, I have. Have you? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember your first thoughts when you first saw it? I remember the kills being extremely brutal and cool. But do you remember liking it, disliking it? I remember liking it. Yeah? Yeah. How long ago did you first see it? Like, when it came out, or...? I can't tell you. I don't know. It's been out for a long time now. So, okay, on to me. When I... When I first heard... Okay, so I was was a big fan. Like, this... The the original, like, the remake, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the remake, um, that and Freddy vs. Jason kind of pulled me back into the horror movie love that I have. Mm. Big time. So, after I saw the 2003 Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I was kind of hooked and searched up everything I could about different movies coming up, and it's transformed me into the man I am today. 
And then I found out that they were doing a prequel to the 2003 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I was super, super excited. That, uh, I I just followed it. I followed the production of this movie and and what was happening and everything like that. Because this movie was kind of um, delayed a few times. Yeah. Um, So I had to keep up with what's happening on it and everything like that. When I heard that they were doing a prequel to the 2003 film, I thought for sure, 100%, and I would have put so much money on it that they were going to do the story about the hitchhiker girl in the first film. You know, the one that has the vagina in a gun? Yeah. Oh, sorry, the gun in a vagina. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought they were going to do a story about her family. Oh, and okay. Yeah, when yeah. I found out that they weren't, I was a little disappointed. Okay. Yeah, because you don't know much about that woman at all. Yeah. the photos were around their house. Exactly. And, and you know what the funny thing is? They still could do... Oh, not really, because Arlie Emery's... Ermy, whatever his name is, Arlie Ermy is dead now, so they can't really do it. But Yeah. But they could have... They could have done, like, another one after this to, to fill that gap, but... Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Um, the thing about this movie is... I went and saw it at the cinema... With friends. Um, actually, no, sorry. I went and saw it alone. The first... I think it was there the first night it came out. I was super excited yeah. for this movie. So I went to the cinema alone, and I was only fucking, like, I don't know, not, like, 20 or something like that. Yeah. I was young. So I went to the, I went to the cinema alone, and I fell in love with this movie. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I came out smiling, um ear to ear smile on my face and I just loved it I actually went back to the cinema like the next week and saw it again by myself oh very good and that's only happened a few times where Mm -hmm. I've done like I've gone to the movies to see the same movie twice yeah um Halloween from Rob Zombie It Mm -hmm. first chapter yeah uh, to name a few so this movie is in my opinion one of the better chainsaw films out there yeah um, so I was really happy with what they did. Watching it now, I, I have a little... Not problems with... Uh, yeah, a couple problems with it now. Not big problems, but there's two little things that kind of annoy me about this film. Yeah, But yeah. we'll get into that later. Yeah. Um, the thing about this film is... One thing that I've noticed with a lot of people talking about this film is a lot of people complain that this movie gave us answers to questions that no one was asking. And I disagree. Because like, like what? Do you have any there? Like, no, okay. Now I'm curious. You've piqued my curiosity. Well, questions like, how did Sheriff Hoyt lose his teeth? For example. Or the big one, how did old Monty lose his legs? But the thing is... When the um, 2003 Texas Chainsaw Massacre was was out, that was one of the questions that I wondered. How did old Monty lose his legs? Yep. And I always thought he must have gotten into a fight with Leatherface. So that's a question that they answered in this movie that I'm glad they answered. Yep. I enjoyed that scene. Mm -hmm. Um, Alright, so let's break it down and... Spoiler alert, people, if you have not seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning, we are going to be spoiling this movie. Yes, we uh, are. 
for you, for you Australian people, it is on Stan. You can watch it on Stan. Mm-hmm. For you American people, it's probably really easy for you guys to watch. Uh, <laughs> for anyone else that's somewhere else in the world, I'm sure you'll be able to find it. If not, just go buy it. Yeah. That's. Uh, I'm sure it wouldn't be that expensive these days. Uh, well, here in Australia, it's like $6. Oh, so, and that's fucking that's cheap really yeah. cheap so okay let's talk about the likes we have this film did you want to start or did you want me to start you can go okay um my, my first like is even though Marcus Nisbell who was the director of the 2003 TCM film even though he didn't return for this entry I like how they kept the the feel and look from the 2003 film Mm-hmm. This film, it feels very similar with that one. And the good thing is that if you watch this film, the beginning, and then the 2003 remake as a double feature, it meshes well together. Yeah. There doesn't feel like a change of film. It feels like one continuous film in a way. Mm-hmm. So I like how they kept the look and the grittiness and the dirtiness, um, the set designs, everything like that. Everything was still pretty much the same. Yep. So that's one of my pluses there. Yeah. Did you want to go? No, you go. What, do you not have any likes? I'm letting you go first. Oh, well, okay. Um, the returning cast and characters. I'm glad, I'm really happy that they got everyone to return, especially Ali Ermi. Yeah, To return as Sheriff Hoyt. Um, the good thing about having all those characters returning is we get, obviously, continuity. Uh, but we get to learn a lot more about the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get more of a feel of who's who and where do they fit in with the family. And I just think it it, it, it really makes the film a lot better. Because imagine if you had the same characters but different actors. It wouldn't be the same. No. no way. Not even with um, Leatherface. They had Andrew Barnaski who um, returned as Leatherface. And if he didn't, it would have it would have wouldn't have felt the same. Yeah. I know it's just a guy in a mask, but they have You've a... you got to think they, of the body and the bigness and stuff like that too. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that was a that was a plus for me. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go? You can go. Am I just reading out all my likes and then you go? Why don't we go round for round? Okay, well, I'm pretty much on par with you. Okay, are you just copying what I say? <laughs> Is that why you want me to go first? <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> no, with likes, mine was more like kills and stuff, but we're not into that yet, so... <laughs> you can talk about that. Okay. Oh, fine, you, I'll just go. All yeah. right. Um, okay, he, another thing that I liked about this film is the main protagonists, the the, the, the uh, kids in this film. They work. They do, they yes. They actually work. I agree. They have a mini side story that draws you into who they are. Mm-hmm. That's with the... Um, the draft card. Yep. Them going to Vietnam and all that stuff. And that's why they're where they are. Yeah. And and um, it draws you into who they are and gives you an opinion on them. You may like them or you, you dislike them for what they do to their draft card and all that stuff. But any way you feel about them, it works. The thing is, I was rooting for these characters mm-hmm. a little bit, which is funny because I'm a massive... Uh, Leatherface fan. Yeah. But I was rooting for these characters. And I remember the first time watching this film, and I kept thinking to myself, um, especially right at the end where uh, Chrissy, 
is running. And I kept thinking to myself, oh, is she going to get away? And I had to keep reminding myself that this is an origin film. And she's most likely going to die. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which eventually does happen. But there was a little bit of me that was like, are they going to throw a swerve ball and, and let her run away and survive or something like that? Or what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. And there was a little bit of me that was rooting for her to get away. Even though uh, there was a lot of me that really wanted to see her cut up. So that's how you know something works. When you actually rooting for the the kid characters, mm-hmm. the, the prey, if yeah. you will. Take, for example, the Friday the 13th remake. I wanted all those people to die, except one. And I bet you can't guess which one. Is it the girl? Yes. Because her tits were stupendous. Wait, (laughs) stupendous? That's what he says. Wait, is it the blonde one or the sister? Oh, no, no. The girl who ends up helping Jared Padalecki. No. Which girl are you talking about? The one with the stupendous... The one with the stupendous tits. She fucks the jerk guy. She's the blonde one, isn't she? There's like four different blonde ones in that movie. Well, she gets, um, look like a reindeer hooked her on the back. Yes. Through the, yes. Through the door. Yes. Yeah. That's one. That's the one I was thinking of. Very good. Um, yeah, so I wanted all those kids to die in Friday the 13th movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, where in this one, I was kind of rooting for them. And I felt bad for what they, what they were going through. So... They drew. They they did well with these kid characters. I agree. They really um, did their characters justice. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I actually like the bikers as well. Yeah. Well, okay. Like, they just had a problem with everything. I don't well, know what, but I enjoyed them. Well, they were bikers. They were rough, tough bikers. Extremely. Yeah. Um, but they just they wanted. Well, they were robbing them. Mm. Obviously, because maybe they were poor. I don't know. <laughs> but they all have Harleys. They couldn't be that poor. Yeah, true. <laughs> I wish I had a Harley. Um well, let's let's talk about the the biker side story. Mhm. Did it fit in for you? Um yeah, I think it did. Cause they're on the open Texas road and then they come up from behind. Yeah. And cause trouble where it wasn't really needed, but it was good. It worked. And then they do, run into them again. Do you think that the biker side story was just just to add the body count up a bit more? Definitely. Because it, it really didn't need to be in there. No. Technically. I mean, yeah, you could really delete that whole every biker in this movie and it would still feel like the same movie. But then it goes into the story of how... Um, is this Monty? Is that his name? Oh, Monty. Yeah, loses his legs. Oh, that's true. That is true. So if they cut the whole biker scene, they'd have to think of something different. That is Maybe true. Maybe Chrissy piercing his leg or something. Yeah. That's the only thing they'd really need to change. Yeah, I guess. I still enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I still like how the, the Hewitts had this threat mm-hmm. of not just a kid, but a guy with a gun. Yeah. Um, and it shows that they are fucking badasses. Because they took town, like, the bikers. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a little bit of me, because in, when we first see the bikers, there's a group of them. Mm-hmm. And then the girl biker is just by herself. Like, where's the rest of you? Where's your boyfriend? And then you see the boyfriend later, and he's by himself. Like, do you guys just split up all the time? 
It's because she took after the people because she wanted to have some fun and rough and tough and shit. Yeah. And I'm guessing he went out later to look for her. Yeah. Okay, I see that. But you know what? It would have been cool if we got, like, a group of bikers going to find the girl. Like, five or six bikers. And then Leatherface and the Hewitts fucking them all up. See, that would just show um, how strong and vicious Leatherface is. Exactly. And tough. But then I, I could see people, oh, that's that's not believable. How yeah. can Weatherface kill all those people in one go? Of course. You'll always get people like that, though. Oh, you can't please anyone, Julissa. Um, one of the biggest likes I had with this movie is the cannibalistic story to the family. Mm-hmm. We didn't get that in the remake. Um, and that was kind of missed a little bit in the remake. Where in this one, um, they bring it back. But they bring it back tenfold for this entry. And I like that they they give reason mm-hmm. as to what what they're, they're why they're doing this. Yeah. You know, the, the town's run down, it's all dried and empty, there's nothing in there anymore, and there's no food. Mm-hmm. So where are they gonna get food? From the people. Start killing people. Exactly. And we get that awesome scene of Sheriff Hoyt, um, Charlie Hewitt given that line before they do the the line that played at the start of this episode uh, I think it's something like people may not remember what we say here tonight but by god they'll remember what we did and that's that line is just one of the best lines in this whole movie actually the dialogue in this movie is so good everything that Sheriff Hoyt says is just like gospel mm-hmm. to me <laughs> I just I, I love every line in this movie like there's no bad writing line dialogue and I don't know I think it just works but let's talk quickly about the dinner scene in this film because that goes back to the 1973 original Texas Chainsaw Massacre where they cut it from the the 2003 remake they put it in this one and it's one of those scenes the original dinner scene that's just iconic with horror movies Mm -hmm. everyone remembers that scene because it's got the iconic um, shots of Marilyn Burns' eyes up close and and the constant screaming that I know Ben was not a, f- a fan of and you weren't a fan of either. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just iconic. Everyone remembers that dinner scene. Yeah. And they do it not the same, but it's pretty similar mm-hmm. to where Chrissy in this movie jumps out the window, just yep. the same as Marilyn Burns does in the original. Yeah. So I like how they brought back the um, the dinner scene in this one. I agree. Um, okay, I think it's about time that you talk. Me? Yeah. Uh, you wanted you wanted to talk about the kills. Yeah. Because this is my next like. Yeah. Be- this movie is fucking gory. I compare like this is probably the goriest entry in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. Mm-hmm. Like, compare it to the original. The original isn't gory at all. It's just shocking. Yeah. Because nothing like that was seen back in the day. This one is over-the-top gore. Yeah. And I like that because I'm a gore Mm -hmm. gore hound. Where a lot of people don't. They just think it's gore for gore's sake. And they turn their head because they can't stand it. But that's why you go into a Texas Chainsaw Massacre film. To see people get fucked up with a chainsaw. Mm -hmm. It's called Chainsaw Massacre for a reason. Yeah. Um, Even though, like, most of the films only have, like, two people getting killed by a chainsaw. Not much of a massacre. (laughs) But let's talk about the kills. Mm -hmm. You wanted to say something about it. Yeah. Go for it. Um, Mm. While I take a sip of my coffee. 
<laughs> I'm just thinking which one to start with. Um, well, we can start from the start. From the start? The first kill of this movie. The old man, isn't it? No, yes. No, the cow. The cow? The cow that they crash into. I, I think that's... No, sorry, it is the old... Fuck, the I'm old wrong. Man. The old man. Who in shut the, down the factory. Yes, in the slaughterhouse. Yes. That kill there... Just set the, when I when I first saw this movie, that kill there just set the mood for the entire movie. When I saw it, mm-hmm. I, I knew I was in for a fucking doozy of a movie when that kill came. Yeah, especially just, when he keeps beating into his legs. Yeah. Like, oh, just imagine. Like, <laughs> every time I see a kill scene in a movie, I put myself in the victim's perspective, and it's not you. <laughs> it's not really a good thing to do because it just makes me squirm. But if it makes me squirm to the point that I, I I feel uncomfortable and I'd hate to be in that position. Take, for example, um, uh, Paul Sheldon from Misery. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, hobble, hobble scene. Yeah. I, I'll give you an example. I was reading an article on Facebook before. Have you seen the movie 127 Hours? That's when he cuts his arm off? Yes. He gets yeah. stuck. Stuck it's in a, a rock. It's a true story. Yeah. And they'll... It's one of those clickbag, clickbag articles that I always get suckered into reading... And it was just saying some things about how that happened. And that the, the true story is that he had a pocket knife and the pocket knife wasn't as sharp as he needed it to be to cut it through the bone. Yeah. So he had to break his arm and then cut through like the broken bone to cut his arm off. And I put myself in the position of if I was in that position, Probably could, I, could, I, could I do it? And like you either have to do it or you die. And I can't give you an honest answer. If I could do it, mm-hmm. because in that moment you don't know what you could you you would do exactly. But but thinking about it, it's it's cringeworthy, mm-hmm. and I cannot think like this is why I don't go out adventuring. This is why I'm fat and lazy <laughs> because I'd rather stay on my lounge than Get have to safe. yeah than have to <laughs> cut my arm off. <laughs> um, but going back to the kill with the um, I can't even remember his name, slaughterhouse boss. Yep. The scene, yeah, the scene with the broken legs where Leatherface is just using the sledgehammer and breaking those kneecaps is, oh, nail bite. Oh, not nail biting, like blood curdling. Yeah. And then he delivers the final blow, sledgehammer to the face. And could you imagine? No, I can't. Can you imagine a six foot five beast of a man swinging a sledgehammer down on your face? No. It's, oh, man. (laughs) I'd rather watch Happy Death Day. Than have that happen to me. And that's saying a lot. <laughs> or would I? Oh. <laughs> I think you would when I mean, it came down to it. I mean, when really, when you think about it, the sledgehammer is going to be quicker. <coughs> it's true, but <laughs> it will hurt. But, um, okay, let's go to the next. You know what? That's not even the first kill. The first kill is Leatherface's biological mother. I mean, it's not really a kill, but she dies. Does she? Yes. She dies while giving birth to Leatherface. She drops dead. No, then she starts screaming. Then he comes out. Then you don't see anything of her again. Yeah. She drops dead again. When? She dies. At the start of the movie, she does. Go back and watch it. She dies. I don't remember that at all. She screams, grabs the guy's thing, and then dies again. After the baby's out? Yes. Yeah, I can't remember that part. Yeah, I don't know how she died, but fuck, it was 1939. And people just died for no reason back then. Well, that opening birth scene is pretty um, 
messed up on its own. Mm. The really hot liquid blood water coming out of her. Yes. <laughs> that was a lot like how you gave birth, except there was a lot more poo with you. Thanks. <laughs> You're I don't embarrassed think, now. I don't think whatever was coming out of me was steaming like her. Well, no, because they're in an abattoir, which is like... Oh, so it's cold. Yeah, it's cold. Oh, okay. That makes more sense now. Yeah. I was just assuming because he's evil. See, you need to yeah. talk to someone who's worked in places like that. Yeah. Ex-butcher. You're an ex-butcher. <laughs> um, and then Leatherface was a prom night dumpster baby. <laughs> yeah. So, poor Leatherface. Um, I could never imagine doing that to a child. But then again, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a loser. So. Yeah. But it wasn't his kid, so he just dumped it. That's, even if it wasn't my kid, I don't think I could ever do that. Oh, no. Not because just, of morals or anything like that. I just couldn't bring myself to throw a baby away. Because it's... it. I have no words. It's not, I have it in my mind, but I just can't get the words out. It's not in the Bible? Oh, fuck off with the Bible. Ooh. We have it's, Christians listening to us. Sorry. Each to their own. <laughs> each. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's late. Uh, but, okay, let's go to the next kill, which is the cow, I believe. I believe it's the cow. And the cow that gets hit by the jeep was made of fiberglass and filled with blood, fake entrails, and fake bones, then screwed together. That poor cow. It's not real. I just told you it's made of fiberglass. <laughs> poor cow. Oh, God. <laughs> but that was a cool scene. It was. And I love how they shoot to the cow's face in reaction. And it's just like, hmm? <laughs> and then it just, boom. Half of it gets taken off. Yeah, pretty, well, I'd say like three quarters. All you have left is like a head and a tail. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> For that, you get the head, the <laughs> tail, the whole damn thing. Um, um, and then let's go to the next kill after that, which is the biker chick. Mm-hmm. And that was shocking because no, it wasn't. I'm all over the place. It wasn't the biker chick. It was the actual sheriff. Yes. That's the next kill. That was the shocking part. That was part. before the cow. It was. It was. I'm. I'm all over the place. Jumping the guns. I. I have a. Uh, <laughs> have a confession to make. I didn't actually rewatch this movie before talking about it. So you're just remembering all the good parts. I've seen this movie so many times that I thought I don't need to watch it again. Yeah. You know. And I watched it recently, like a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And I would have liked to watch it again, but I didn't have time. Yeah. Too many werewolf movies. I like in this movie, right, how the sheriff comes to the the Hewitt house and just assumes um, Tommy Leatherface killed the old man. Who else is going to do it? Well, it doesn't mean it's him. (laughs) He's just like, now he's going and killed a man. Yeah. And then takes him. And then the shit he was saying in the car, he's like, if you're going to raise a retard like that or whatever the hell he was saying. He's not retarded. He's misunderstood. (laughs) Yeah. And he's, like, um, talking about how he's raised him and shit. Like, of yeah. course you're going to piss him off. Yeah, I, I don't think the sheriff... Um, I don't think... Okay, back in those days, it, was, it wasn't PC to say uh, things like that. Like, you could call black people the N-word, and it wasn't a problem. You could call people retarded, and it wasn't a problem. Notice how I said retarded and not the N-word? <laughs> Because people get angry when you say the N-word. <laughs> anyway, move on. Um, but yeah, it was like, it was accepted back then. So... Oh, I don't know. Some people still would have been 
iffy. Yeah, probably. But not as sensitive as everybody is fucking today. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had no climate change warriors. Um, <laughs> but did you know who the, who played the, sher- the, the real sheriff? Um, he looked familiar. He has been in a lot of movies that you have seen. <clears throat> He's it's played by Lou Temple, who was in The Devil's Rejects. Oh, he gets his face cut off. Yep, he was in um, the Halloween remake, Rob Zombie's Halloween. He's uh, in basically every Rob Zombie he's movie. He's the one that tried to rape the chick and then gets his ass handed to him. Yes. Oh, I love that scene when he comes up and kills him. Yeah. You can't, in that scene, you're rooting for Michael Myers, and then you realise, wait, Michael Myers isn't someone you should be rooting for. You know what it would have been cool? Because in my eyes, he, he saved the chick, because you don't see him kill her. Yeah, I know, but it would have been cool if he just turned around and killed the chick as well. No. Why? I like it how it is. No, because... Because I got my satisfaction of them dying from what they did. Yeah, but Michael Myers isn't a hero. So he to should... To me, in that scene, he was. Like, that's why, that's why he killed Danny Trejo's character. Yeah. Because that the whole time, sad. the whole time you're thinking, no, Michael, be the good guy. Say, spare that guy. But Michael Myers isn't the good guy. Hmm. Anyway, we're not, we're not talking about Michael Myers here. Yes. It's Leather, really off topic. Leatherface, different horror <laughs> icon. Um, yeah, so Lou Temple, I think it's Lou Temple or Lou Tempe or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's his name. Yep. Um, but yeah, he's been in a lot of movies that you have seen. Yeah. So. I know. Yeah. yeah. But going back to the great dialogue, mm-hmm. when... Um, Sheriff Hoyt kills the sheriff and he just and he says shit I just killed the whole sheriff department (laughs) it's just uh, I don't know if those lines were written or if it's Ali Ermi like improvising those lines if he's improvising those lines he's he's like one of the best actors ever he's what a lyrical god would you say Except they're not lyrics. They're, you they're know lines. what I mean. <laughs> well, it doesn't really go with he's a, writing God. He's a words blacksmith. No, that's just shit. Fuck you. <laughs> Mine was better. No, it wasn't. <laughs> um, okay, then we can go to the biker chick who was Gets her ass handed very to nice up. to look at. Um, there's something sexy about a girl who rides a Harley with a leather jacket. Yeah. Because she had the sunnies on as well. She had that mysterious look I don't care about mysterious I don't want to you know some people are more attractive with sunnies on I'm glad you kept sunnies on oh thanks well, she not you you just said me <laughs> you know what I mean so you're saying I'm not attractive without sunglasses oh shut up we're talking about the biker chick not yes. you yes okay this was another shocking scene because you don't expect her to oh, you expect her to die Really, she's in it to be to be killed, but you don't expect her to be blown away as that quickly. quickly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it shocked the um, the group of kids as well. Yeah, because um, he's a sheriff, and that's not what sheriffs do. But I think they're also thinking because she was bad. So in their eyes, she's probably just run around town causing all this shit, and he's sick of it. Yeah, she fucking blows her. Yeah, that's true, but. You know what's funny? In those kids' eyes, they're probably thinking, oh, thank fuck, we're saved. But no, you've just met someone who's a hell of a lot worse. But I'm also thinking, right, this guy's gone to, like, he's been in the army and all that shit. Yes. And he just lets him take them in the back of the car without trying to do anything after all the shit that he did. Yeah, because he's a sheriff. If a sheriff was doing that to me, I wouldn't sit there calmly wherever the fuck he was taking me. 
you got to think of it this way. They just killed a person and put it in my car. you got to think of it this way. Murder, they're in the, the United States. Murder is illegal. It's not Vietnam where they're going to. So they can't do anything to the sheriff. And if they do do anything to the sheriff, then they've got to face all the prosecution and everything like that. So he's probably thinking in his head, I can't do anything. It's the goddamn sheriff. Mm. Like, what would you do? Would you say, hey, mister, stop that right now? <laughs> That's what you would do. <laughs> naughty, naughty sheriff. Yeah. No, I don't know. I'd, <clears throat> I'd probably put up more of a fight and try and, you know, get out of there. <laughs> what? Say no. <laughs> and especially, like, the things you're saying, like the chick um, in the back was like, is that normal police work or whatever the fuck she was saying? Yeah. And he's like, shut the fuck up and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, to me, that's not normal. All right. I wouldn't want to be in that situation. It isn't normal, but there's nothing you can do. He's the sheriff. Mm. You can't go off the off off the law. You know what I'm saying? You're looking at me like I'm a spastic. Okay. The sheriff already broke the law, so yeah, but fuck it's, that. The sh- cops have the right away. Okay. You know. All right. It's fucked, but it's the truth. Okay. Anyway. Uh, let's talk about the other kills, and I'm just going out of order now because I can't remember which one comes where. I believe we have uh, the the uh, the main boyfriend, whose name I cannot remember right now. Eric. Eric, yes. He, do you want to say it? We're going straight to his death. Yeah. I'm, I'm going out of order. I can't remember who was next. I think he was next. Um... Oh, you got all the other shit, like that girl um, who gets... They get loose and everything, and then the hook out of the car. Yeah. Where the face comes and fucking rips her out with the hook. Puts the hook in her tit and pulls her out of the truck. A moving truck, mind you. Yeah. Um, And then drags her away. Yeah. From the hook. Yeah. Great scenes. Mm -hmm. Um, But let's talk about the kills. Okay. Where people die. So you have Eric... Who... No, no, no. Next one would be the biker dude. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Because then she goes downstairs and Eric's still alive. Hmm. Okay, well, it doesn't matter. All right, fine. The biker scene is where he first uses his chainsaw. We get the the chainsaw death. And this is the first time Weatherface uses his chainsaw. Ever. To kill someone. Is it? Yes. That was the first time he killed it. He killed someone. Remember? Because he came out with it and then <laughs> yeah. it fell. Fell on top of the chainsaw and then let the face revs up the chainsaw and straight from stomach to the back, ripped in half. Yeah. And... You can see that he wasn't sure about it. But yeah, that and that's why I love Officer that scene. Officer was pretty much telling him or forcing him. Yeah. And this this comes back to my one of my dislikes. Mm, why? For this movie. I'll, I'll, I'll get into it later, but just remember remember that scene. Okay. I'll try. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the biker is messed up. He's fucking dead. Um, I love that scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll leave it at that. I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. Okay. Um, Eric's death. Eric's death is basically chainsaw through the, through the abdomen. I think his whole death scene is probably the most brutal yeah. out of them all. We'll explain it. Yeah. Uh, how he's nailed down to the... To the board. Bench. To the bench, yes. And then he's slowly ripping layers of his skin off both of his forearms. Yes. While he's alive. Yes. And then how his girlfriend finds him 
and then she has to hide under the table. Then he rips the chainsaw straight up through his fucking stomach. Well, he rips his face off first. No, he doesn't. Ah, oh, he does. That's right. He kills him first and then... Then takes his whole face yes. head off. Yes. And that's yeah. where we finally get Leatherface's... Stitches him to his real, face. Yeah, his real face. Yeah. Yeah. And that's right. He stitches him to his actual face. Uh, no, I don't think so. He stitches his face back together then... No. Tries him. No, he goes through the... He puts the, the needle through his, his own lips. He didn't. Are you sure? Not in this one, no. Because you see him put it on like a mask and it's all bloody and I'm, shit. I'm thinking of Texas Chainsaw 3D. Yeah. Never mind me. And then he ties it up at yep. the back. Yep, okay, okay. But imagine being the girlfriend mm-hmm. under that table and then hopping up and seeing the love of your life that messed up. You would probably be cheering. I'd be cheering. That means I'm single again. <laughs> Woohoo! That, that'd be you. I know it would. You'd be like, oh well, he didn't wear sunglasses. <laughs> That would be you. Shut You're up. a jerk. Um, I, I just want to jump straight into probably my favorite kill in the whole Texas Chainsaw franchise that is in this movie. Mm. Can you guess which one it is? Obviously, it's one we haven't spoken about yet. Your favorite kill? Yep. One of my, probably my favorite kill in the whole franchise. The best thing Leatherface has ever done. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I have no idea. You, you, don't, you don't remember? No. Okay. It happens to the other brother, whose name is uh, Dean. What, just straight through the back? It's not just straight through the back. And then picks him up. He, he Dean, okay, this is, this is the fucked up part, because Dean comes in for the save and knocks Leatherface over, but instead of... Killing Leatherface, which he should have done, he goes to check on Chrissy and make sure she's alright and bends down to pick her help help her up. In that time, Leatherface comes from behind, chainsaw through the spine, out through the stomach, lifts him up while the chainsaw is still revving, and then throws him. That's fucked up. Mm. That is the best fucking kill Leatherface has ever done, in my opinion. Okay. I love that kill. Yeah. Probably no the not the most iconic. I just think it's fucking Oh, straight through the spine. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I can't even imagine. I don't want to. Like, <laughs> I've never been stabbed or anything like that, but they say you don't feel it when you get stabbed. Yeah, I'm sure you would. Like, you, you, not like you'd imagine. You know, it's like more of an ice feeling. I don't know. This is coming from people who have been stabbed that I've spoken to. Um, but a chainsaw going through you. Uh, it's, and that's a moving blade. Yeah, it's it's not like a knife. Yeah. You could feel it mm-hmm. go through. Oh, my God. I can't even moving. do it. Moving. Yeah, I can't even do it. <laughs> Fuck that. Um, speaking of chainsaw deaths, <laughs> I have to say this because this was fucking shocking. Me and Jaleesa watched a clip on YouTube the other day oh, yes. of magic tricks gone wrong. Mm-hmm. And there is a magic trick. What do, you, what do you even call that magic trick? Where you get the girl in the box. Uh, you saw, it's the one where you saw, saw a girl her in, in, half. in half. But yes. people do it in three lots. So the head, the chest part, and then the legs. Yeah, which I still don't understand how they do it. Anyway. Because there's different people in those boxes. Yeah, but how do you just get the head part? 
they swap it with a fake one. That's what oh. went wrong with this chick. She couldn't get her head out. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So the girl got stuck in the box, and the and the guy doing the trick was the girl's husband, which makes it so much more fucked up. But he decided to use a chainsaw in a chainsaw instead of an actual handsaw. Yes, a chainsaw. A chainsaw. <laughs> so you can't hear. Yeah. Anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the girl realized that she couldn't get. Th- uh, get free to swap it with the fake head and was tapping on the box to (laughs) get his attention but he couldn't hear her because the chainsaw is making noise and just goes straight through her neck with the chainsaw and and this is on YouTube you can watch this clip on YouTube and he kills his wife like Mm -hmm. imagine that (laughs) and the funny thing is like when they when they he must have realized like obviously because of the blood but it must have had a different feeling. Um, and <laughs> he would know. have been feeling like regret, sadness. Um, guilt. Guilt and feeling uh, like the biggest fucking idiot. It's funny because you watch the clip and you, you look at his reaction and he's basically just like, he's frozen. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wish the cameras kept rolling. I don't know why I'm laughing at this. It's fucked up. But you can watch the, that on YouTube if you like. You want to see a girl get throat slipped by a chainsaw? Yeah, well, you don't see it too. Oh, yeah, it's not you, like... You see her hand stop moving. You see, like, a tiny bit of blood, but it's not like, I don't know, something yeah, so from there's this movie. A, there's a little um, spill if you want to see an actual chainsaw yeah. action. Yeah. Um, Bailey's death, which is pretty... It's, it's pretty simple. Throat slice... That's it. Well, she had the torture and everything beforehand. Yeah, yeah. She got she got a bad deal. That chick has such a great set of acting skills. So tits. Yes. You can't really see her tits. You can when she takes her top off when she's wearing the bra. That is such a fucking tease too. That is not fair. There's never been a bigger tease since Halloween 4. <sighs> anyway, let's get to the final death and that is Chrissy. Of course, Chrissy dies, even though there was a little bit of me that thought, is she going to survive? Is she going to get out? And it doesn't exactly make sense because she's driving away. She gets away with Leatherface, but alas, Leatherface is in the backseat of the car. Yeah, I was a bit confused how he got there so fast. Yeah, especially when he's a six foot five fucking huge beast of a man. I don't know how much he weighs, but yeah. it'd be more than me, which and is a lot. <laughs> and was there more than one car to choose from? How did he know that one? (laughs) I I don't know. I don't know. We don't think of things like that. It's horror movie logic. Um, But yes, Leatherface is in the back seat, gets a chainsaw straight through the driver's seat, straight through her. She's dead, but while while she's dying, she kind of loses control of the car and smashes into two cops. And... (sighs) Takes out the rest of the law enforcement near, I'm guessing. Fucking awesome. Awesome. I love it. Um, I feel sad. I feel sorry for Leatherface. Because he has to walk back. Yeah. The last scene of the movie is Leatherface getting out of the car and walking back. He's probably thinking in his head, if I knew how to fucking drive, I could just drive home. (laughs) There's three vehicles here. Or he's probably thinking, look at all this fucking mess I have to come back and clean. He doesn't clean it. Old Monty does. He has no legs now. Well, Old Monty did. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Leatherface is just the butcher of the family. He kills. He doesn't do anything else. Where you have... Well, in the original, Drayton Sawyer was the cook. Mm-hmm. In this, in the in the Hewitts, we don't know who the actual cook is or anything like that. 
I think it would have been the old lady. Luna May. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the family because this is this gets confusing. And I've searched up Google to see kind of where the family fits and who's who and all that stuff. So we know that Leatherface... Uh, let's start from the top. Luna May is the old lady. She works in the gas stop shop in um, the 2003 remake. She's the mum of this equation. And she's the one who found Tommy, right? Yes. Yeah, so Leatherface is her adopted son. Then you have Sheriff Hoyt, who's uncle to Leatherface. Uncle Charlie. So I always saw but that... But that's her actual son, isn't it? Yeah, this is where it gets weird. But so, so that would be his stepbrother. No. Yes. No. Well, adopted. Yeah, well, brother. Yeah. Yeah. But old Monty, I always thought, was married to Luna May. But there has been speculation as to... Look, here's the thing. This family is a bunch of hillbilly inbred people. So it doesn't really... You don't really have to classify who's who. I mean, for all we know, they could all be fucking brother and sister. Yeah. But if you get into it, and it gets kind of interesting, Henrietta, who is in the, who is not in this movie, she's in the 2003 remake, she's the one with the baby. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She is partners with Hoyt. Okay. We've come to realization that realisation. Yeah. Um, and then they steal the baby mm-hmm. and try and raise it as their own. Yeah. Jediah, who's in the remake. The young kid. The young kid yeah. that runs like a spastic. And sets um, them free for a little while. Yes, yes. Uh, he, I always believed that he was Sheriff Hoyt's son, but I read on Google that it's there has been no no certainty on who he is or anything like that. There has been speculation that maybe he was a kid from another family that was stolen and just fit into the Hewitt family, much like that baby. So I thought he was cute because he was the nice little kid. That's why he doesn't really fit in, because he was nice and he's yeah. trying to help these kids. That's what that, that what that's what made me think. And he called Luna. Is it Luna May? Luda. Luda. Uh, pretty sure he yelled "Grandma" through the window. Yeah, he calls her Grandma. Yeah. So look, it, it gets very weird and as confusing. To, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like you got the tea lady, who is in this movie, and that scene just makes me laugh. And you see her walking through the window. The big fat tea lady. Yeah. Who doesn't have a name. I don't... Yeah, she's just a friend. Yeah, she's just a friend. Here's the thing. Uh, if you go into the uh, into the comics of the of the Hewitt family, there, there has been more family members that are not in the films. There have also been a lot of um, characters that are just neighbours and people in the town. And in the comics, the people in the town know of this activity that the Hewitt family are doing. Yeah. And they don't help them by killing anyone, but they help the Hewitt family by bringing them the the victims. Yeah. Or, or leading them in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And be, why they do that is so that the Hewitt family leave them alone. Okay. So it gets a little bit more into it, into the comics and stuff like that. Yeah. And there is a lot more uh, family members in the comic. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's that's stories for another time. Yeah. Well, anyway, in this movie, that tea lady, the yeah. big fat one, yeah. she kind of just disappears. Yeah. But you I have mean, no idea what happens. She's just a friend. Uh, that, that's, that could just be a neighbour. She was, because she was walking there with a pot of tea. Mm. But, um... 
Yeah, you just see her kind of get knocked out from the door and pushed against it, and then that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You know. Because then I think, like, if she wakes up, like, she's going to see, like, dead bodies everywhere and shit. Like, what the fuck? She'll try and run, but she can't run. <laughs> <laughs> see, she's in on this. You see that in the 2003 remake. Because um... she, her and Henrietta poison Jessica Biel's character. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So she knows what's happening and everything like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she knows, like, Bailey's underneath the table, underneath her. Yeah. And she knows that she's there. She doesn't care. I just thought she just couldn't see her. <laughs> Maybe she couldn't. Maybe she couldn't. Anyway. Um, okay. Do you have anything else to talk about with what's good in this movie? Yep. Um, okay. One scene that I love is when Eric is on the table. Mm. And he looks back and he sees the silhouette of the biker chick hanging there with um, no arms, like no legs. Oh, no limbs, yeah. Hanging there on the hook. Yeah. I think that is a great shot. Yeah. There are there are a lot of good shots in this movie. Um, but speaking of shots, let's go into... Unless you have any, good, any more good things to say? Um, no, not overly. Alright, well speaking of shots, let's go into the dislikes for this movie. Okay. And the first thing I have to say about this movie is... Whoever the cinematographer is in this movie needs to learn how to hold the camera steady because so especially the chasing scenes. yeah it, it comes more into play with the chasing scenes at the end where the camera is just all over the place and this is this is worse than found footage oh, films I, don't know. I think it's on par no, no, it depends what found footage you're talking about but Cloverfield <clears throat> Cloverfield was great Shit. anyway there, the camera in this movie is so jerky it really takes me out of the movie in that it, scene it, in the yeah closer to the end and it goes like 10 minutes it's like holy fuck you don't know what's happening and i started to get dizzy for the in five minutes five minutes watching it i was like this is doing my head in i know what they're trying to do they're trying to make it look like following them running and shit yeah i get that but it's fucking annoying i hate that i really don't like that in movies well yeah when you have the rest of the movie steady and then it goes to rocky yeah and they would cut to like scenes or something where the camera would be normal, normal great cinematography. But then it would jump back into the chase scenes and just be all over the place. Ah, just man, it just fucking annoys the hell out of me. Yeah. Um, so that 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 really took me out of the movie. That's something I really didn't like. Mhm. Uh, is there anything that you didn't like about this movie? Um, just one thing I didn't um quite understand is the other brother Dean. Yes. All right, gets um, his legs in a bear trap. Yeah, yeah. I so know where you're going with this. Clearly, he he shouldn't be able to walk, mm. let alone run on it. And towards the end, he seems to be running on it perfectly fine. Horror movie logic. Like when he's running and smashes Hoyt's head into the floor. Yeah. And then when he saves Chrissy, it's like he's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I get what, I get what you're saying, but it's just something you have to. I guess they're going off what adrenaline. Yeah. Ignore well, the pain. Maybe. Even though he'd have like, his leg would be most likely separated from the oh, big part. Depends how badly it is. Yeah. I well, mean, they, those things would definitely go through your fucking leg. Yeah, this bear trap had spikes on it, like it had teeth. Yeah. Definitely some, pierce a bone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I see what you mean. It didn't really bother me. 
Uh, I don't think I actually noticed it until you mentioned it, to be honest. Yeah. Didn't um, make me angry or anything. I was like, why is he running? Yeah. He shouldn't be running. Yeah. It'd make more <laughs> sense if he was running, but like at the same time hobbling. Yeah. Hopping, whatever. Um, anything else, Dad? Um, no, not overly. All right. I'm going to tell you my, my biggest dislike of this movie. It's not really a dislike. It's just more of a, more of a want. You know, this is, okay, so this is a prequel story. This is an origin story, um, which is actually funny because that was the original name of this movie, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Origins, which I much prefer the beginning. But anyway. Yeah, I um, agree. And I, I get what they were doing, but it's just more of the same. It's just the same story, pretty much. What I wanted for this movie is I wanted this I I wished we got more of Leatherface's upbringing because you see it at the start it kind of just waves over it with like different ages yeah briefly and it it goes straight into the killing basically and I get that that's cool and all that stuff but I wanted to get more more in depth look into the guy into who the guy really is I wanted to be more emotional um I wanted to see and this is gonna This is going to annoy people because this is why a lot of people hate the Halloween remake. But I wanted to see Leatherface in his younger years with him getting um, bullied and and stuff like that. And you can see it right at the start. He pulls a dead dog's tail. So I'm guessing he started on animals. Well, yeah. This is pretty much how fucking Rob Zombie... Any serial killer. Yeah. Yeah, this is how pretty much Rob Zombie got the origin story to Michael Myers. But... uh, this would have made more sense with Leatherface because he comes from that farm country um, and I could see him doing things like this. I don't really... I didn't need to see Leatherface going to school because, honestly, I don't think he ever went to school. But... It's more the upbringing with how they raised him and the right from wrong and the bullying and stuff. Yeah, exactly. I, I wanted to see how Leatherface was born into the backwoods hillbilly family yeah you know struggling to try and maintain some degree of humanity and yet be thrilled at the crimes committed by his loved ones i wanted to see more of him as a child i wanted to like this movie answers a lot of questions but i wanted more i wanted more um questions answered like did leatherface have any friends when was the first time he hurt something and did he feel guilty and this goes back to my um and how people treated him with his deformity. Well, yeah. Yeah, all that stuff. Um, because I love, in movies, I love a, um, a bully revenge story. Mm. It's something I just I love on. I was never really picked on as a child, but I saw a lot of bullying. But I like that in movies, where a bully gets his... Come, uh, a victim, sorry, gets his comeuppance against a bully. Yeah. Um, and this goes back to what I was saying with the biker. How Leatherface, before killing this biker, Leatherface looks at his uncle and kind of questions what he's about to do. Yeah. And I wanted more of that. I wanted more of... um, The the uncle also said, um, just picture all those people that bullied you. Yeah, exactly. I wanted more of that. And stuff like that. I wanted more of that. Like, I I wanted to see Leatherface being transformed into this fucking killer. Um, I wish we got that. Look, the movie that we got... Is great. fine. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I just wanted a different origin story for Leatherface. Yeah. And I, I look, if you... To- there is another origin story with Leatherface. Isn't called, he younger in that one? Called Leatherface. Yeah. 
Um, yes, which I was not a fan of because it doesn't really... It goes in a different direction, but it doesn't really do... What, what you want. Yeah. Um, but in this, like, it could have it could have been something a lot different than what we usually get with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre films. Well, I guess they, if they went into depth with his childhood, it would be a really long movie. Uh, yeah, I get that. <laughs> I get that. But there's parts of this movie that they really could have cut out. You know? For example, the biker scenes and all that stuff. Yeah, as we said, they didn't really need to be in it. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, you, all you need is 15 minutes. 15 minutes of, of just a, a few scenes of him being bullied, of him getting his comeuppance, of him realising what he can do and who he is as a person and stuff like that. That's all I really wanted. Yeah. So, look, it, it's not really a dislike. It's more of a... A fan want. Yeah, more of a want or more of a I wish they went in this direction instead of what they went with. Yeah. So, yeah. though between Besides those two, those are really the only dislikes. I have with this movie. Mm-hmm. I enjoy this movie a lot, and it's probably, if I'm going to rank the Chainsaw films, it is probably my third favorite in the whole series. Yeah. I mean, you got the remake and the original. Mm-hmm. I said this last week; they're on par with each other. I love both of them equally. Yeah. So this one is comes next. Um, I love it. So if you got- like I'll probably take the the remake a bit more of the original, and then this one. Well, them two are pretty much equal. So you'd take the remake, the original, then this one? No. <laughs> no. The original would be last. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you haven't seen New Generation yet. Yes, I have. The one with... um. Renee Zellweger. Yes. <laughs> you would put that... No, I'm saying out of these three, not the whole franchise thing. Okay, where what, what's the worst Texas Chainsaw Massacre film for you? Well, I haven't really seen The Leatherface or... What other ones are there? There is, okay, so there's the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Then. What, what happens in that one? Um, Dennis Hopper has a Texas, has a chainsaw fight with Leatherface. It, it's very I've different. I've seen it, I can't remember. There's Chop Top, he has a metal plate in his skull and he scratches it with a. Um, is this when they end hanger. up fighting in like a weird factory? It's underground, it's like an underground bunker. I think you've seen it, but ages ago. Anyway, then you've got Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, which is just called Leatherface. Uh, Then you've got Texas Chainsaw Massacre 4, Next Generation, which is my least (laughs) favourite. Then you've got the remake, then you've got the beginning, then you've got Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D, then you've got uh, Leatherface. Which one is it? Is it New Generation where he dresses up full more like a woman? Yes. With the boobs and everything? Yes. And And he screams, like... Like like that. Like a female. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's not the reason I don't like I, I don't like the movie. It's it's weird. I remember it being I, I really just weird. I fucking and, hate it. <laughs> and Matthew McConaughey's character was really questionable. Yeah. For memory. He was alright, alright, alright. <laughs> with anyway. his with his weird robotic leg. Yes. That keeps stuffing up. Um Yeah, I can't really because I haven't seen every entry, so I can't really rank them. Okay. Fully. But I know the beginning and the remake will probably be my top two. Yeah, okay. Alright. Alright, well, um, let's wrap this up. Let's mm-hmm. go with final thoughts and score. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Um, you can go first. Yes. My love. Always go first. Fine, I'll go first. Fuck yeah. Alright, good. Alright. Uh, my final thoughts of the movie, um, 
it's a great watch. A lot of gore if you're into it. Yes. Um, really enjoyable. And I give it a 8 out of 10. Okay. What are you shaking your head at? Nothing. Is that not good enough? No, nothing. Fine, I'll give it a 9. No, no. Give it what you <laughs> think is, 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 is fair. I'll give it an 8. Okay. Uh, Alright, my final thoughts is this origin story does a great job of giving answers to questions we wanted. And we didn't even touch on that. Um, I really like the scene where Leatherface chops off all Monty's legs. Um, That's messy. Even a mop. Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. You know, some origin stories give us answers to questions and they come off kind of cheap and rushed. Um, where this one, I think it was warranted. And, um, and I love what they did with it. Mm-hmm. There are This movie isn't the movie that I wanted. But it's a movie that that we got, and I've grown to love it. I, not grown. I loved it first time I saw it. But thinking about it now, it's like oh, I kind of wish we got a different origin story. But either way, we got what we got, and it's it's fine. Yeah. I lo- I I enjoy this movie a lot. It is not as good as the the remake. That one still is a ten out of ten for me. This one for me comes in at an eight out of ten. And that's why I was shaking my head, because you always copy my fucking scores. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, I went first, so you copied moi. No. I, yeah. I, you so can check shake my... Shake your head You can check my yourself. letterbox. You probably looked at my letterbox and saw... I don't saw, have letterbox. Well, you can just... You don't need it to check my scores. <laughs> Alright, whatever. <laughs> anyway, so that concludes our Texas Chainsaw Mascot Hewitt side... Um, and that concludes Horror for Dummies season of The Saw uh, for this month. We hope it wasn't too confusing for you and you follow what we're talking about. You know what? In saying that, I, I, I'm kind of fucked up. Because really we should have done the beginning first and then the remake. But I was kind of thinking of when they came out. But it would have been better to do the beginning and then the remake. But, oh well. Oh well. You get what you're given. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yes, if you are still in the mood for Texas Chainsaw Massacre jump on over to the Padded Room podcast they are con- continuing the Sawyer side of the Chainsaw series mm-hmm. and they are going to be covering Next Generation oh I feel so sorry for them <laughs> <laughs> do any of them like it? I don't know you don't know? I haven't heard they haven't brought that episode out yet okay so be interesting I'd, I'd, if any of them do like it they'll be getting a slap on the head but yeah Um, yes so that concludes the saw the chainsaw and the Hewitts and the Leatherfaces and the Sheriff Hoyts Um, and this concludes the episode episode 97 of Horror for Dummies so Julissa yes Tim what do we do for the rest of October (coughs) Halloween like the movie Halloween I'm just saying Halloween for Halloween things. Okay, so I, I've, I've, I wanted, I kind of wanted to do the month of, of Chainsaw films, but we've done all we can with with the Hewitt family, and there's not much left to do. So what I've decided that we're going to do is me and Julissa are having our annual Halloween party on November second at our house. If you want to come, just message me, <laughs> um, and I'll tell you the invites. Yes, people from America can come. Um, but we have kind of a theme going to our party and that theme is don't go into the woods. We're dressing our place up as kind of like a, uh, a woods 
setting, a creepy wood setting. Well, let's hope it turns out that way. Yeah, oh, it will. It'll be great. Anyway, so I thought it'd be cool for the next two weeks to do Don't Go Into The Woods type films. Mm-hmm. And this comes at a, at, a, at a request from one of our listeners, um, Mr. Huxley. Jordan James Huxley. Thanks, Huxley. He, he requested this months ago, like ages ago, uh, of some films he would like us to review. Um, and so this kind of fits in. So the next two weeks, we're going to be covering two films per week. Yep. So next week, for our Don't Go Into the Woods, we are going to be talking about Cabin in the Woods mm-hmm. and The Ritual. That's the one on Netflix. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then the week after that... We are going... Should I keep it as a surprise or just go ahead and spoil it? Just go ahead and spoil yeah, it. Yeah, people are probably going to be pissed off when I say now. Yeah. The week after that, we're going to be covering the original Blair Witch Project and the new Blair Witch film from 2016. Yep. And they are going to be covering our Don't Go in the Woods themes. themes. So, yes. So, that is it for Horror for Dummies 97. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you, if you had... Uh, check us on the Facebook page, Horror for Dummies at fa- uh, forward slash Facebook. You know, just type in Horror for Dummies on Facebook. Yeah. You're not stupid. You know what you're doing. <laughs> um, you can also follow us on Instagram. Yep, Horror for Dummies. Again, easy. And you can also follow us on Letterboxd. I noticed Letterboxd is starting to grow now, so. Is it? Yeah, if you want to um, see what we've been watching, um, you will notice that I watched Pitch Perfect 3 the other night, so don't, don't worry about that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> don't don't diss those movies. They're good fun. Okay, Beyonce. Um, Beyonce. Never mind. Ew. Never mind. Um, but yes, join us on all those social media things. Give us a five star review over at the uh, Padded Room Network page, whatever. Yep. Um, and we'll be back next week with Cabin in the Woods and the Ritual. So, Jalisa, say goodbye. Goodbye, listeners. Have a good day or night or whenever the hell you're listening to this. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> ben, Ben, say goodbye. He's clapping every three seconds. Ben, shut up. Stop say- clapping your fucking hands. Say goodbye to Jaleesa. Take your shirt off. <laughs> shut up, bitch. That's not very nice. Say goodbye, Ben, and get out of here. Hi-oh. <laughs> Dip. Let me tell you